0: DK, it's 975 and 1280 the zone. We are joined now by Craig Bowlerjack, TV voice of the Utah Jazz. He got a rare night off with the Denver game on. ESPN.
1: Is that true? Yeah.
0: Bowler, good morning. Hey, Bowler, good morning. did you get the night off or did you have a parallel broadcast? Side by side. We, per- we went side by side. Oh yeah, man, yeah. I was
1: lied to. <laughs> I, thought, th- yeah. I, I was, thought for sure I, I watched some of it locally.
2: To- <laughs> yeah, we broadcast every game except if it's uh, ABC or TNT. But ESPN, we try to uh, do our best to to bully those guys out of the way.
0: Yeah, I yeah, it's back and forth. I felt, I felt cheated. Now,
2: no, no, I'd say you know we need to get the word out.
1: I was just there for big you. Big
2: boys allegedly come in doesn't mean that we uh, step mm. aside. I mm. wasn't there for you, Bowler. You're I flying wasn't. solo. I went
1: back and forth just to see what the other guys were saying.
2: Yeah, you know that's the one thing I notice. Um, a lot of people want to see what the national right. uh, voices have to say, and I'm not sure what they say because I'm I'm so doing, you're doing my your thing. own thing. Yeah, but you know you kind of hear a little bit of uh, a little chatter. But uh, I thought it was a great game last night. You know, without Gobert, Hassan Whiteside, Joe Ingles, uh, team defense, depth, Bogey, Rudy Gay played a played really. I thought. Um, a game that maybe Jazz fans wanted to see because Gobert is such a centerpiece of what the Jazz do, and there's always a lot of concern whether or not you know Utah plays a high level of defense. But I thought they manned up pretty well against uh, the Nuggets last night. Look, Jokic is a really amazing player. He really, really is. He nearly had another triple double, but um, I thought the Jazz played man defense. Uh, really well, and they seem to be on page, despite the fact that Eric Pascal flew in just hours before the game, and they had to make some changes, knowing the white side wasn't going to play after he went through shoot-around. So, um, you know, salute Quinn and his staff for adjusting and uh, making it happen last night.
0: Uh, just for the record, Jokic did go for the triple-double. He did get to the 11 yeah, yeah, assists. 26-21-11, a massive game. You I'm curious... I'm curious with the Jazz. There were a few things that happened there. Uh, One... Bogey went off, 36 points, but only one three-pointer made. He was one of six. Uh, He and Royce O'Neal, Bogey had 13 boards and Royce had 11. Clearly the message from the coaching staff, hey, Rudy's out. We've got to have guys hit the glass. Those two did. And then Clarkson, not just the 18 points, because we've seen him shoot it well. And he was four of seven from three. We've seen that before. But the 18 points, the seven rebounds, a steal, a couple of blocks. He seemed to be everywhere. And so I'm curious, which, which of these things do you find most expected? Which, which of the things did you find most surprising?
2: I think probably Bogdanovich was able to take the game over uh, despite the fact that Donovan Mitchell struggled. I mean, he was one of nine, right, from downtown. Still, you know, he delivers 17 points. Uh, but I still thought the game flow went to Bogdanovich's uh, advantage, and he wanted the ball, and the, and the Jazz knew he was really the centerpiece of the offense last night. And then on the opposite side, when they went really, you know, forced to go small. Look, Azabuki did, uh, you know, did a job. Asked he went in, made his first career start, and did what he could under the circumstances. But they still had to play a lot of, you know, small ball with Rudy, with Rudy Gay. You know, handling some of the the four and the five spots. But you know, he seems so calm and confident out there. I um, I still think he's going to be and is becoming a major part of what the Jazz will do as the season progresses. But he looks comfortable. It takes time to understand the Quinn Snyder system on the offensive side. But, look, he gets seven rebounds from a 16-year vet, 18 points, and, and a very uh, proficient night, six of nine shooting, but six of those shots were four makes from three. Uh, he looked comfortable. I thought he looked dominant uh, out there, and he looked uh, you know, like he's going to be a big piece of what the Jazz need to do
1: trade deadline is just over a month away. I believe they will make a move. I think Joe Ingles is most likely. I'll be sad, but I I, I don't know that it's going to happen. This is kind of a gut guess. I'm hoping it doesn't, but nevertheless, I think it might. Um, What do you think?
2: Well, you know, Danny Ainge, who's come in, it's hard to say, uh, CEO of Jazz Basketball, and Ryan hired him obviously for a reason to fine tune if needed, you know, pieces of the jazz uh, and also to save luxury tax money, PK. It's a, it's a great point. You know, I know, you know, talking to DJ a little bit privately, you know, and the conversations you guys have had with Joe, you know, there's, you know, he's been open about it, which, which is really amazing for a player to be at that point in his career where Maybe he sees the you know the writing on the wall. He knows more than we do on the in, you know the inside of it all. But you know, Joe Joe's a fan favorite. It's gonna it will always be difficult to see players come and go. It is some are more difficult than others. Joe still has an incredible impact on this team in the locker room, uh, the grit and grime of who he is and the way he likes to play it with that tough guy attitude on the floor. But again, you know, I think it comes down to you know. Can, can you actually – they have to be careful, in my opinion, because it's such a good chemistry. Uh, who do you actually trade for, and how, how much does it impact this team, make it better, and does the chemistry stay the same? Those are always dangerous moves for anyone, uh, no matter what sport it may be. But, gosh, I'd say it will be tough. Uh, there's only a handful of guys who come in and just make that impact with fans. And even the media, PK, you just said it. I mean you know you're kind of a hard nosed guy, right? but yet oh, yeah. you guys know him well. he's spent how many years now doing the show with you guys and being open about his life and his kids and renee and you know those are difficult things to see a a player come and go um but you know it, again, those are outside our our pay grade and um you know, it is it is a win-now mentality, of course, with Donovan and Rudy about a championship and what you have to do uh, to get past the likes of Golden State and the Phoenix Suns. And, um, you know, we'll hold our breath and see what happens, find out together. But, yeah, it's a clip, the, the clock is ticking on that decision.
0: Craig Bolderjack, TV voice of the Utah Jazz, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Um I am curious, do you have any idea how long Whiteside is out for? It's been a concussion. We saw it happen. It wasn't great when it happened. It's been a while now. Is this more serious than we knew? Is he going to be out a while longer?
2: You know, Quinn said last night um, that he actually went through shoot-around. And then all of a sudden, uh, and that's the real test, when you start to get the heartbeat uh, going and you break a sweat, how do you feel? I think some of those concussion symptoms crept back in, and that's the reason why he he did not play, Uh, meaning that I think, obviously, he's made some progress, but not all the way back. It'll be interesting right on a back-to-back weekend and the travel to Toronto and then back into the States to play Indiana, whether or not he can make a a quick recovery or not. But you may see the Jazz in the same situation as you were last night with Azabuki, who miraculously – comes back from this ankle injury that looked almost, you know, season-ending, honestly, uh, after you looked at some of the, the video replays of it. But, you know, to his credit, he's worked hard to come back. But I think what you saw last night may be uh, something the Jazz have to, to deal with throughout this road trip. But, you know, hoping that Hassan makes recovery and comes back, but they're going to be able to, you know, like the Jazz in and, and any team, in concussion protocol. you got to make sure he's good and, and healthy and ready to go.
1: As I look at this team, I'm more focused on them than the opponent each night because I think if they play well, you know, they got an excellent shot to win. And if they don't, you know, probably they don't. And we saw that with the Warriors against the Mavericks. The Warriors didn't make shots, they lost. You know, it's going to happen. But the thing that got me most excited about Denver is that they needed guys to step up. Whether it be rebounding or scoring, and those are you know two obviously significant areas, and they did, and go or uh, Gay was able to step up his game a little bit. So we were talking earlier this morning about how you view the Jazz in the immediacy, who they're playing, how they're playing, do they win? But then you also, so you got one eye on that, but you also have an eye on the postseason. You know what's going to happen when we get there. We know it's coming. We're excited for it for when it gets here, and we know ultimately that's how the team is going to be judged. And right. so, when I watch this game, the thing that got me most excited is that they have guys capable of stepping up. They have more guys capable of stepping up than they had last year. So that gives me a higher level of excitement for the postseason.
2: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm totally on board with that. That PK, um, you know, they went out and made big decisions on on Rudy, Rudy Gay, and then Hassan Whiteside. I would say, and he's even admitted that he had, you know a non-typical Hassan Whiteside year in Sacramento. Uh, this is kind of, you know, don't overplay it, but as he's, you know, it's a rebirth. I mean, I think he's found, again, the right system and a mentor. Um, that He likes the competition, I should say, uh, working against uh, Rudy. Uh, and they've become really a, a one of the strongest, if not the best too big tandem in the NBA. But to your point, I like the depth. I thought last night proved a lot of doubters wrong. I know that Jamal Murray wasn't on the floor, and they've had their issues as well. But, look, this league is not going to change much, right, over the next month. uh, You may get a healthy – you may get health, full team strength sometime after the all-star break. And then you start to really play. But who really is going to be involved in postseason play? And who's resting players? Zion down in New Orleans, I think, probably – why, why risk it again uh, with the foot? So, I mean, you're going to run into teams that won't be at full strength, but those that are fighting for playoff position or if they're really interested in the three, the four, the five, the six seed, whatever it may be, you may you may come up against full-strength teams. But I think the Jazz proved a lot to themselves, PK, last night, something they may have needed in a big way, that with Rudy off the floor and Hassan, the continued experimentation of small ball, and the fact that they are getting better at it, understanding what has to be done uh, on the defensive end, and taking into account themselves to play D, and not just think that Rudy's there. And even Quinn said it. You know, he's not there to clean up your mistakes or to protect you. You know, he's there to channel in and let you know and, and, and help. But you still have responsibility as a player to play defense. And I thought last night may have been a turning point with that with that that comment that Quinn made, and I think it's spot on.
0: Ten straight road wins for the Jazz, and they've got three more on this road trip. Uh, it seems ridiculous to say five and zero, but Denver was the only team with a winning record when the trip right. started. So right. should Jazz fans be thinking five and zero?
2: Well, Toronto, <clears throat> you know that's kind of one of those un- unpredictables, but uh, they've they've been winning of late, and Indiana has. Uh, you know, is is a team that you you know you just can't predict. It's a back to back too, right? And yeah. you don't know how fatigued this team is going to be, or after one player is has entered into health and safety protocol, is there others to follow? That to me is going to well, be the biggest. It's issue. It's
1: a rare back to back in two countries. How many times <laughs> you have that?
2: Yeah, yeah, two countries. PK, <laughs> you know, get across the border and can you get back in? I mean that's 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 probably a concern that no one has to go to health and safety protocol during that trip, right. To go across and come back in. Uh, and then of course you always think Detroit's the record wise, the worst team in the NBA, but that's the final game of a five game week long road trip. And it's on, you know, that, those are so unpredictable because you want to get home, but this month is a test. March is a big test with the, with multiple road games and long road trips, mind you. And, uh, but I think the way the Jazz are playing it, if they try to take it, I know it's it's that old adage of one one game at a time. But I think this time of year, with what's going on with COVID and injuries, I think you do have to just say, hey, who's available? Raise your hand. And then just map out your game plan and go play. And I think that's what Quinn and, and the staff did a, a very good job of last night.
1: Well, they need to win against Toronto because I've been saying for weeks now, since literally the beginning of the season, that they will have a stretch in which they go 17-3. and three. And I'm freaking one game away from it. So, they got to make me look good.
2: You know what, PK? You said it. Shall it be done? So <laughs> it,
1: it, it's got to be. Yes. Uh, and then PK I can 40. brag about it the rest of the season.
2: Yeah, you said, look, man, I told you so.
1: Yeah, right.
2: right. <laughs> yeah, hey, 14-3 and three on the road. I mean... Those are Stockton Malone type of, of uh, numbers being built right now. Those are the mid-90s type of performances that we're seeing in the league. <clears throat> Pretty impressive. Uh, it really is. Don't, don't People can't underplay that because, you know, everyone knows, and you guys have traveled, I've traveled, and, and the road, you know, it sounds like, oh, wow, you guys are, you know, in L.A., uh, you got to keep the focus, and you have to put things out of your mind. And I, I think this team just is, is uber-focused away from maybe home responsibilities and some of the pressure, too, that with Jazz Nation, it's about a championship. It's, it's about you know making that next step and the win-now mentality, but I think there's a sense of more, I think Donovan said it, that they understand themselves and there's a bond that continues to grow on the road. Sounds a little, you know, sophomoric, you know, when it comes to making statements like that, but in reality, that's who they are. And if you're galvanized on the road, so be it. And what they call, you know, hey, look, what they've gone through the last two and a half years You know, it's worthy of a movie and a book for the entire NBA. But the Jazz seem to have embraced the fact that they're in this together. And they do have a goal. And I'm sure all teams do. But there's just something different about the Utah Jazz and what they want to accomplish before this team would be, PK, as you mentioned, changed, changed up. Or do they stay with what they have and add a piece uh, if you move younger players or draft picks to achieve, you know, the body or the, the player that you need to, to make it happen. But they they do have a common goal, and it's um, I do respect that because it's real.
1: Where does he get the ring first, Ryan Smith, RSL or the Jazz? <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, RSL fans would say that's their turn. I think the Jazz, look, this, this city, won't you agree, man, I'd say we'll drive – I know you'll be driving a truck, PK. DJ, you'll do a, you guys will do the show somewhere on the road. We'll take it from here to, to Heber, to St. George, and back.
1: You sound like that guy that, that guy in the guitar. I'm on the mountain in Snow Canyon, you know?
2: Big old tires. Yeah. I've been everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. I've that one, too.
1: You've been all over the map.
0: You had that a little earlier. You got a little uh, Ten Commandments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. PK with a right. 17 and 3, and you let, let it be said, let it be written, let it be so.
2: That'll be done. Yes. Well, TK has that thing about it. You know, there's a little glow yeah. around
1: TK. Well, we got to have some kind of religion if you're going to live here.
2: <laughs> That's very true.
1: <laughs> All right, Bowler, we appreciate a few minutes.
0: Sorry, I didn't know you were on TV, and I was locked down on the national broadcast. I seriously, I got
2: bored with them. What <laughs> man? DJ, promise me, look at the schedule, and right by ESPN is AT and T Sports. I
0: don't know why I got fooled because I know that the ESPN deal is different than the TNT deal.
2: Yeah, yeah, but
0: I got fooled yeah. anyway. So he said, "Oh, it's on ESPN." I'm like, no, no, okay, it's well, the common, got the the name. common,
2: like, oh, really? You guys are on last night? Yeah. The only games that uh, that again the league or the the contract stipulates is uh, exclusivity. With TNT and ABC, and uh, luckily, though, during the playoffs, we can do side by sides in the first round. Luckily, that gives the local affiliates a chance. So, I'm looking forward to the postseason too. But we got a long way to go. Thanks, Bowler. We appreciate it. All right, guys. See you soon.
0: That's Craig Bowler, Jack TV voice of the Jazz. That was Game 38. This road trip will mark the halfway point of the season. When the road trip's over, the first half of the season is over. Comes on you quick, man. Yeah, Yeah, 41 down, 41 to go. All right, DJ and PK, when we come back, everything we talked about in this show, we'll get you up to speed next. Stay with us.